Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, we're going to talk about the witching hours. The witching hours are the worst. (laughs) And I also think there's like different periods of time that people refer to as the witching hours, right? Like as a mom of four right now, the witching hours for me are between three and 7 p.m. Like when the kids get home from school, there's just chaos going on. We're trying to get to activities and dinner and people are tired and hungry and fighting. Like that can be considered the witching hours. But today when I am talking about the witching hours, I am referring to this period of time where your baby will be super fussy between weeks like five and six, all the way up to week 12 to 13. And it usually happens in the evening and in like the later part of the day after everybody's in bed, before they go to bed at 10 o'clock. I mean, honestly, it's usually between five and 10 p.m. It is intense. It is a lot. So let's talk about it. So the first thing I need you to know is that you are doing nothing wrong. Okay, (laughs) fussiness usually picks up around five to six weeks, it peaks between nine and 11 weeks. So weeks nine through 11 are pretty intense. Um, There are some babies who maybe you won't notice it, but then there are other babies who will literally cry and cry and cry for hours during that two week period. My fourth was like that and it was a lot, okay? So if you start to notice that around five or six weeks, your baby starts getting fussier and fussier in the evenings, just know that this is normal and it might get a little bit worse before it gets better but it's okay. It's normal. Like I said, they are going through so much developmentally at this time. It's not a regression that people talk about. Everybody starts talking about regressions around four months, right? Everyone's like, oh, the dreaded four month sleep regression. At six weeks, your baby hits their first massive developmental milestone. And that's what's going on here. So again, it is normal. It typically starts around six weeks and it peaks between nine and 11 weeks. And then it slowly starts to get better starting around 12 weeks. I personally think this should be a regression that people talk about, but for some reason we just don't. So we're going to talk about it today. And I just want you to know too, that when I'm talking about this fussy period, the witching hours, this just, you know, first huge developmental milestone that your baby's going to go through, I am not referring to, let's see, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Basically, I'm not telling you to listen to this instead of your mom gut. I'm I am talking about regular fussiness between six and 12 weeks. If you feel like there is something else going on with your baby, listen to your gut and talk to your pediatrician. With my oldest baby, starting at eight weeks, she cried sun up to sundown for two weeks. And in my gut, I knew something was wrong. And it turns out she had acid reflux and needed to get on medication. So if I just chalk that up to this developmental milestone and brushed it off and didn't listen to my mom gut, she would have suffered for a lot longer. So just know your gut is always right and you know your baby better than anyone. So if you're listening to this and you're like, "Mm, this doesn't really sound like my baby. I feel like there's more going on. Listen to that. Look into that. Talk to your pediatrician. Okay. I just feel like I had to get that out of the way before we talk about this period because it, yes, it happens to the majority of babies, but sometimes there is something more going on. But okay. Going back to this, if your baby is going through this normal fussy period, if around six weeks you start noticing that your baby is fussy, it can be very exhausting. So I'm going to give you three things that you can do during this five to six week period when your baby is a little fussier than normal 
that will help. So the first thing, and obviously you know I'm already gonna say this, is make sure that your baby is getting plenty of sleep. Again, they are growing rapidly. There's so much going on in their brain. They have to be getting enough sleep to keep up with their development, okay? This is huge. And if you've been around a while, you know that with my method, six to eight hours of sleep is totally normal to be getting by about six weeks. If you're following my method, if you start at four weeks, when your baby is six weeks old, you can easily be getting six to eight hour stretches at night. So if your baby is waking up every one to two hours still around the clock and they're super fussy and they're not getting any sleep, they might need more sleep. So start teaching them how to sleep. Start with my method, start implementing it because you can be getting six to eight hours of sleep right now and that will make a huge difference in their fussiness because their body will be able to rest. And remember, when our body is sleeping, when we are resting, that is when so much of the growth and development takes place in their brain. So number one, make sure your baby is getting plenty of sleep. Number two, baby wearing. Okay, one of the best things you can do to comfort your baby is to have them close by. You are their safe space. You are what makes them feel safe and loved and comfortable. So a lot of times parents will say, oh, I need to get so much done, but my baby won't let me put them down. This is normal, especially when your baby is this young. Wear your baby. You can use a wrap. You can use like a baby bjorn, baby bjorn, however you like to say it. Do whatever you need to do to strap your baby onto your chest so that they can feel safe and secure and comforted while you have your hands free. Pretty sure I wore my baby for like six weeks straight, sun up to sundown during that time, just because I knew they were going through a lot developmentally. They were super fussy and I knew they wouldn't sleep or stop crying unless I was holding them. So it's okay to wear your baby. You're not going to form bad habits. You're not going to ruin their sleep. Remember, night sleep comes before day sleep anyway. So during this time, you're really focusing on teaching them how to sleep at night and just doing what you can to get good sleep during the day. So it's okay to wear your baby as often as you need to, especially during this witching period. Okay, and tip number three, ask for help. I feel like in pretty much every situation when I'm giving advice, one of the things I have to include is to ask for help because for some reason as moms, we feel like it is 100% our responsibility to take care of the baby and we can't ask for help. We have to do it all and that nobody can do it as good as we can. First of all, of course, nobody can do it as well as you can because you are their mom. You were made for this. They are your baby. But just because somebody does it differently than you doesn't mean they do it wrong. And for your sanity, it's completely fine to let somebody else take care of your baby differently for a little bit of time while you give yourself a break. So a couple of things you can do, ask your mom, ask your sister, ask your neighbor, somebody, if they can come over and hold your baby for 30 to 60 minutes while you go for a quiet drive by yourself or while you go pick up dinner for your family without having a crying baby in the car. Or while you take a shower, get a pedicure, do whatever you want to do while somebody else holds your baby. Last I checked, everybody likes holding newborn babies. I have literally never met someone who is like, oh, nope, don't want to hold your baby. I mean, I guess unless it's like a man who's never held a baby before, sometimes they think newborns are fragile and they're like scared to hold babies. I have seen that before, but for the most part, most people really enjoy holding newborn babies. So I think if you were to ask someone, hey, could you please hold my baby while I go do X, Y, or Z, they would be more than willing to say yes. It will give you a break from hearing the crying. Because remember, as moms, when we hear our babies cry, there's literally a 
chemical release in our brain, like, oh my gosh, there is danger. We need to do something, right? Like if you hear your baby cry, you can feel your adrenaline increasing. You can hear the, or you can feel the cortisol levels increasing in your body, right? So giving yourself some space to not hear the crying for a short period of time is so good for your mental health, is so good to help your body calm down and relax so that when you do return and you do go back to taking care of your fussy baby, you are more equipped to do it because you took some time to fill your cup, to take a break, to wind down, and now you're ready to go. You're ready to take on the next shift. So I hope this was helpful for you. I just remember being a first-time mom, I mean, even a fourth-time mom with my fourth baby. It was really hard because she was my fussiest by far during this period. And it's just so hard to do it on your own. So again, let's just do a quick recap. Number one, make sure your baby is getting plenty of sleep so that they can keep up with all of the development going on inside their brains and their bodies. Number two, wear your baby as often as you need to. You're not going to form bad habits. It's not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing to bond with your baby, keep them close while you still have free hands to do the things that you need to do. And number three, ask for help and ask for specific help. Hopefully doing these three things will help you get through what I call the witching hours, the witching period. And when you hit that 12 week mark, just know that you made it. So pat yourself on the back. It's only going to be uphill from here. So you're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. If you could do me a huge favor, leave a review, rate the podcast. It would mean so much to me. Thank you again for being here and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.